This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Here we go again, part two. I spoke with representatives of Summit Carbon Solutions, and they expect that they will spend 2022 securing easements with construction to begin in 2023 for their CO2 pipeline. There are many issues with these easements that concern landowners. How will the dirt be handled in the process of burying the pipeline? Black dirt will first be removed and then replaced. How will crop damage be compensated? How will tile lines be repaired? These are among the many concerns that the companies will have to address for farmers and landowners. They will be flexible on such concerns and terms. They're not going to lose an easement over the responsibility to repair tile lines and such. Opposition to these projects runs broad and deep, encompassing a large number of issues of importance to people. Having had long-term experience with a buried pipeline left me more open to this project than the power line towers, out of sight, out of mind. All we got from the pipeline company as a reminder was a calendar for many years. I think they stopped coming. I have been asked many questions as to my opinion of these CO2 pipelines, and I will do the best information that I can. The consequence of giving your opinion these days on anything has changed from what it used to be by the hair-trigger nature of the public that has developed, which is not as open-minded to discussion as it once was. There was a message left on my internet recorder from someone wanting to talk to me about the CO2 pipelines. It said that I would probably not want to call them back, which I found curious as that I did not know who called. I took the bait. It was from someone who described themselves as an activist who opposed the CO2 pipelines. It was under the impression that I supported the pipelines. The truth was I was still researching and had not come to a final conclusion yet. During the course of the conversation, I learned that this activist denied climate change, was opposed to fossil fuels, opposed wind turbines, opposed ethanol, and opposed any subsidies for anything. I asked them where they expected their power to come from when they flipped a light switch, including charging EVs, which are subsidized, and did not get a definitive answer. It was an in-depth conversation, freely sharing opinions, from which I also learned that they opposed vaccines and had a different version of what being Christian meant than I do. I also received a flyer from the Sierra Club opposing the CO2 pipelines. Upon researching them, they appear to oppose modern agriculture, throwing back to a stick to poke a hole in the soil, drop a seed in, and plant a dead fish next to it, as their idea of acceptable sustainable farming practices. Hard to envision how they would feed people. The Sierra Club contends that they have the support of hundreds of farmers. I am skeptical of such a claim. So my conclusion about the vocal opposition to CO2 pipelines is they oppose just about everything, including the idea of anyone making money. Rich people making money off these projects at taxpayer expense was a common theme of opposition. I was happy to have talked with them, but after the call, I understood why they said no one calls them back. I happen to accept that CO2 is a greenhouse gas that is warming the planet, contributing to climate change, and that the latter is a threat to our existence. Sequestering greenhouse gases would be a good thing. 
I do not know any farmers who have not taken subsidies of some kind and that government should offer incentives to move the public in the direction of the public interest, which the public ultimately decides by democracy. I happen to think that ethanol is a great addition to fossil fuel and has contributed greatly to the economic foundation of the corn market and the rural economy. While having a wind turbine on my property would not be my cup of tea, that is for individual property owners to decide. No one who doesn't want a wind turbine has had one forcibly located on their land. When you turn on a light, the power has to come from somewhere, and some sources of electricity generation are environmentally preferable over others. I think renewable energy is a better source than fossil fuels. I believe that farm practices have made enormous strides in productivity toward what is called sustainability. I have nearly five decades of experience of observation to speak from. I also believe in capitalism, where the profit motive has built this great country. Rich people do good things, albeit when given incentive to do so. I could do a full dissertation on any of these topics, but suffice it to say that I am not in league with any of the premises floated by me from activists. If this is what the opposition to CO2 pipelines believes, then they can count me out. We will continue this with a conclusion. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.